What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the JTW Sports Show. Um, back with Jimmy and TJ again. Uh, how y'all doing today? Fantastic. Doing very well. Very well. It's a great day to talk about sports. Yes, yes, it is. Um, not much, not much going on in the whole, you know, sports landscape. Just basically NBA news. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing really going on in NFL at the moment. No, no real trades going on. We MLB. don't know what we're waiting for. We, MLB, we, we, we need to start diving into a little bit of MLB, but that'll be closer towards, you know, playoff time because, you know, mid-season it's kind of like, eh. It's a little hard. I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, I did see Shohei Otani is going to be in the um, home, home run, run derby. derby. Did see that. Pretty, did see that. Got announced today. Be a pitcher in the home run derby. So that's interesting. Um, but the first piece of news we need to talk about is the Kimball Walker trade. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say it's a blockbuster trade, but it's a, I mean, it's a pretty, you know, important trade for a few years ago, it'd be a blockbuster trade. Yeah. 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 I think, um, I think, I think it's a solid trade for both teams. If you look at the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Well, do you want to go but, ahead and uh, some details of the trade so everybody knows? Yeah. So the Celtics traded Kimba Walker this year's 16th pick. And a, I think it was like a 2025 second round pick. It's a 2025 second round pick, yeah. For um, Al Horford to the Thunder for Al Horford, Moses Brown, and a 2023 20, 20, second round pick. Um, I think that for both teams, this is a, a good trade because, yes, Al Horford is now 35 and he's probably not as good as he was a couple of years ago. But in his three years with Boston, he was an all-star one time, but they went to the conference championship twice or the Eastern conference championship twice. And then the next, and then the last year he was there, they lost in the second round. Um, now th- they did lose to the Cavs twice when they went to the Eastern conference finals, but obviously, you know, that was when LeBron and Kyrie and Kevin Love were all there. Um, yeah. So I think it's a solid trade. Um, I was talking to some of my friends earlier. Some They think it's a terrible trade. I mean, when you're looking at the value of players, Kimball Walker at this point of his career is better than Al Horford. Yeah. But it's not always having the best player on your team. It's having the best fit for your team. And I just feel like Al Horford fits their team a lot better than Kimball Walker fits with Tatum and Jalen Brown. I don't know. What are y'all's thoughts on that? I agree with that. But the biggest part of this trade is the first-round pick involved. And the Celtics – giving up a first-round pick to get – I mean, Al Horford, yeah, he was, like you said, all-star of the team, but it's Al Horford, you know, and for round pick, that's that's kind of pushing it a little bit. So you're getting a worse player. At this point, maybe like three or four years ago, I could see that, but he's 35 yeah. now. But although, I mean, it's the 16th pick, so it's not in the lottery, so it's not going to be a, you know, a superstar player, maybe. Obviously, there's some players, you know, yeah, this Kawhi Leonard-type players that have gone around that spot, but – uh Man, I don't know. It's it's tough. It, I don't see it really benefiting either team necessarily. No, I don't think it makes either team like a. It doesn't like oh they're. I don't. I don't yeah, it doesn't make them the. All right, they're definitely going to the finals next year. Have an excellent now shot to do it. I mean, just, I think I I think it's honestly a better trade on OKC's part. Oh yeah, because. Kimba, the last couple of years in Boston, the last few years in Boston, he's been, you know, he's had um, injuries, knee injuries, and, you know, he hasn't really been the same as he was in Charlotte. But if he can be relatively healthy, him and Shea in the backcourt together, I mean, that's a pretty 
that's a pretty good backcourt. And then, you know, you you have within the next seven years, they have 36 picks in the draft. And you think, you know, in the NFL, 36 picks, you know, that's like, you know, that's, that's decent. NBA, there's only two rounds. So you have 36 picks and – I mean, that's that's a lot. Eighteen of those, eighteen of those are first round picks. So I'm just really hoping that the Thunder are bad the next couple of years. Which obviously they're tanking and give away a lot of players are bringing in as many first round picks as possible to start the rebuild. But Atlanta yeah. has their, their first round pick in, in 2022, I believe. So I'm I'm hoping they're still bad. I'm hoping Kemba and Shea isn't too much of a of a you know a good backcourt for them. Yeah. I don't, I don't think, think it would be, but I mean, the Thunder, if you look at their team right now, like it's, you know, they have some good parts. I'm, I really like Lou Dort. He's, I mean, a solid defender, great player. Shea's one of the most, in my opinion, one of the most fun players to watch. Like, in yeah, the I like, I like, Shea. I, I like him, him, John Moran, and Trey Young type players are just, you know, quick, athletic, and just, you know, I watch. But I mean, bringing Kemba Walker, I think it definitely isn't upgrade over Al Horford, but they're not doing it to bring in, you know, for for the trade of Kemba versus Al. They're doing it for the first yeah. round. And uh, so I think Oklahoma City is getting, getting the better end of the deal. Yeah. And um, this year they have five first-round picks. But if Houston's pick drops below five, they get that pick. So they could potentially have six first-round picks in one draft. That's, which that's makes, huge. Which, But it also makes you think that – you, yeah, you know, there's only 15. There's only 15 roster spots. You're gonna have to trade that for something. Oh yeah. I don't know if maybe they could try to trade with the Timberwolves for Cat or, I mean, you know, they lost Al Horford and Moses Brown. That's two big men. Um, you're gonna need, you know, something to replace them. Maybe they can try to trade for a star big man and have a a mini big three with Shea, Kimba, and then somebody else. But um, I think they definitely try to do that. Honestly, I think since you have all these picks now, either try to solidify your roster and be competitive or trade back for future picks, which I know it's a lot more tough in the in the NBA than it is for like the NFL, for example, for trading back with picks. But uh, if they can make it happen, I mean, well, yeah, because you never I mean, in the NBA, you never know, like. In the NFL, you kind of you every year you know what team's not going to be good and what team's going to be good. Exactly. Yeah. In the, in the NBA, you always have that surprise. Like the Knicks this year, they were the four seed. Nobody thought they would the be. Raptors. Right. Yeah. Are, and everybody thought hey, the Raptors. Hey, would be. hey, leave the Raptors alone. But I was going to ask you, TJ. So this was Brad Stevens' first move as now the, you know, in the front office. In the front office, yeah, no longer as coach. Being the coach. I was going to say, what do you like? I don't. I I, I I think I don't know if it's a smart move as is. I mean, I think it's beneficial, like we both said, like we've all said for both teams. But as your first move is is being part of the front office. I don't know if that's the best first move to make. Yeah, I like. I kind of disagree with that because if you look at the the past, like the most recent past of the Boston Celtics, it hasn't been the players themselves that have made the team good, but it's been the scheme fits. And that's yeah. why I look at the Kyrie Irvings, the Kemba Walkers, they were nowhere near as good as Isaiah Thomas. You know what I'm saying? And that's not a bash on Isaiah Thomas's name, but Isaiah Thomas fit the scheme, fit the team so well. So that's why I mean bringing in Al Horford. Yeah, so I mean, it, it, like, yeah, it could fit the scheme. And it, it could be 
honestly, screw the front pick. It's the 16th pick. It's not like the end of the world. It's not like a, a lottery. I think we lost Jimmy. I think we just lost Jimmy too. It's okay. We'll we'll continue. We'll hopefully, continue. We'll yeah. well speaking off of what he said about Kyrie, I think that's perfect to dive in. Kyrie is not playing in Game Seven. Yes, yes. I mean, we can switch gears to that series. Um, last night, I use you know I sometimes I have to go to uh, well, well, well. Besides last night, we got to talk about the other night. KD I, put the team on his back. Yeah, KD did, and that was one of the best playoff performances. Oh, there's Jimmy. How you doing, Jimmy? He's back. Get out there for um, for a hot second, bud. We we're we're uh, we're talking about the the Nets Bucks series. We're, we switch gears. Um, no, you're good. You're good. Um, so, yeah, KD had one of the best player performances ever. Um, in the game was that was game five. Um, when everybody yeah. thought they were going to lose. Um, he, you know, he that was honestly that was probably the. I would say maybe the best playoff performance I've seen in like probably the last five years. Other than maybe, well, I mean, everyone like, kind of knew maybe though, game go, six play go, going into that game that KD had to put the team on his back, oh, yeah. otherwise they were not winning. And I think I think it kind of showed last night that the Bucks can do it with both Kyrie and James Harden out. So. Well, well, see, Harden's been Harden's played the last two games, but yeah, well, you not, know what I mean, not fully. Not, yeah, he's like jogging and walking around, like yeah, he, yeah, yeah, you know, you know what I meant. Like he's, he's not, not big time on defense. yeah, he's he's not even like he's not even there on defense. Yeah, yeah. and like, but even oh, I was gonna say on offense too. Like you know, he relies on his he doesn't rely on like his athleticism, but he relies on using his body to get to the rim, get to his spots. He can't, you know, he can't push off his legs like he like he could right a month ago. Well, do you think not having Kyrie though in game 7 is is a big I know it's a big factor, but do you think it's going to be a big determinant for the Bucks to to pull through and win game 7? Yeah, I see I mean, when you look at it, Middleton and Giannis, they played great last night. Exactly. They got to play like that again. Holiday Scored a lot of points, but he didn't. He didn't shoot the ball very well, like as far as efficiently. But Chris Middleton is very underrated, in my opinion, on his efficiency and how he can get to his spots. He's uh, don't take this out of context. He is Kevin Durant, but a smaller version and not as nowhere near as good, obviously. But they they are very similar in the in their games. Okay, I, I see where you're coming from. As far as like they can get to their shot, and sure they're very efficient. Do what? So that, I'm sure there's a better comparison out there, but <clears throat> you're comparing Chris Milton to the, the greatest scorer of all time. I know that's not what you're necessarily comparing their play styles. No, if, if you watch their games, they the way they get to their spots and the way they shoot, they similar. are very similar. I, I can agree with that. Do you, do you so if Giannis and Chris Middleton play like that again in game seven, do Bucks pull away? And and basically, now we, if that does happen, we'd have the two teams that everyone thought would be in the finals out the Nets and the Lakers. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, the Hawks are still at the, begin, at the beginning oh of the season. God. At the beginning of the season, at the beginning but of the season, I do two think super teams. Let me get let me just say that the two super teams, I would call the Lakers a super team. <laughs> 
I mean, but yes, fully healthy. Fully healthy. Everybody thought they would be in the finals. Yeah, they got Drummond. Everyone was considering them a super team because that's a yeah. huge big three. Even the Drummond was nothing. Yeah, but. yeah. But I, I do think that if James James Harden played decent, he played a lot better last night than he did in Game Five. Game five, yeah. But they're going to need Kevin Durant. They're going to need 30, 35 from him, and they're going to need about some other – like when they won game five, it was – yes, KD put them on his back. But Jeff Green hit eight of nine threes and had like 27 points. Yeah. I'm about to say he so, was seven before he missed his first three. Yeah. So, like, yes, KD – that was KD's game. He, he won them that game. But – they don't win that game without getting help from Jeff Green because James Harden only had like seven points. Yeah. So you never know what – I mean, Blake Griffin, you know, like game two, Blake Griffin had like 20 points, and then the next game he had like three. So if Blake Griffin comes out and gives you 20 and then Harden gives you 20 and Katie gives you 35, I think the Nets win. Nets will win. But switch that around, Bucks, Giannis comes out to give you 30, Middleton gives you 35, and Drew Holiday gives you 18. I think the Nets, or I mean, I think the Bucks win. It's and right. we, we that, all that said, game will be tomorrow night, Saturday. We all said that you know we think whichever team wins this series will win the finals. But if the Nets somehow do win tomorrow, do y'all still think they can win the finals without Kyrie? I don't know because they said I, I, th- I think it's going to be tough between between who they play between the it'd be the Sixers and the Hawks. Yeah. Well, see, Steve Nash. Steve Nash came out and said when he said he will not play in Game Seven. Steve Nash said he still has miles to go to make up before his return. So that makes it seem like if he does come back, it wouldn't be till maybe Game the three, maybe the NBA Finals. Oof. And that's kind so, of. I, th- I think that's a big factor though, in, in their team as a whole. I think, I think they could beat both teams left. If they get past the Bucks, I think they can beat either team left with just Kevin Durant and James Harden there. Yeah. It's it's something about the rest of the Eastern Conference. Obviously, the, the Hawks and the Sixers is like, if you look at their 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 team, the matchups, like, I, I mean, every team has a legitimate chance. It's, believe it or not, obviously the Hawks, yeah. I would mess around, joke, joke around about them earlier in the season. But at the beginning yeah, of the yeah. talks, I did say I think they're a dark horse team. They could make it far. And let's, let's talk about let's talk about let's, the let's talk about it. They, they came back. We got three from, series to talk about. They came back from done for a week. Twenty six points. Like I I usually like if the game's a blowout and I have work the next day, you know, I'll go to sleep. So I went to sleep and I woke up the next morning and it said um, Philly lost. And I was like, I was like, hold up. This got to be from like a couple days ago. And no, it was from that night. And I was like, I was like. So uh, Trey Young, I mean Trey Young brought them back. Yeah. So what had happened? Honestly, so Doc Rivers kind of started benching, and obviously, you know, you take out your starting, put your backups. The starting five for the Hawks are a lot better than their backups. Dwight Howard was probably it seemed like he was the best one on the court at the whole time um, for the, yeah. for Philadelphia. So obviously, the Hawks are in a little bit of comeback, and then Doc Rivers was like, "All right, let me put my starting five back in." not juiced or not with any, you know, not healthy, healthy with not a lot of energy still. and Not uh, well so, rested. Yeah, and expects them to be, you know, the best starting five still. Well, well also, I mean, you guys did put up 40 points in the fourth quarter. I yeah, mean, that's, yeah. which, is, which is crazy because 
the 76ers have three all defensive players. Yeah. Ben One Simmons, Joel Embiid, and second team, yeah. But so, I, I think you guys, I think the Hawks can pull it out tonight and, and we walk have away. It's it's gonna take um it's really gonna depend on how Clint Capella plays, but also look back at the game. Clint, but Clint Capella has been getting dominated by Joel Embiid. Which yeah. most people Every, do. Everyone expected yeah. to happen though. Knee, most people, most people get dominated by Joel Embiid. His knee has been uh, getting really hurt. He's been really struggling with his knee. But John Collins has yeah. really, obviously, Trey Young's been the, the dominant factor. But John Collins, every game he's played good offensively, we've won. And so it really depends on him. And if Clint Clint can leave Joel to under thirty, then I think we can pull it out. The the Sixers, okay. I'm going to say something. Ben Simmons, if you're watching this, please, please, you're 6'10". Take more than four shots a game. I know you can't shoot. That's fine. You don't have to shoot mid-range and three-pointers. But, but at you're least put up a couple more than four. Go, just go shoot 10 layups a game. Because if you're 6'10", you're probably going to make at least five or six of them, I would assume. And if you don't, then you just need to get, you know retire. But – Division Simmons, two football I, player calls ben, out Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, please. Like I, I've always came to your defense. I've always came to Ben Simmons' defense. I like him. He's a great defender. He's six ten and is most of the time, unless they're playing like the Kings with De'Aaron Fox, he's the fastest player on the court, and he's six ten. And I just it pisses me off that I'm okay if you don't make free throws. Whatever that. That's okay. The people in history have, but you're six ten, dude. You got to take more than four shots. <laughs> speaking of okay, speaking of the whole free throw situation, that's a that's that's kind of a big reason of why the Hawks actually won this game. Because yeah, he was I, he was four of thirteen from free yeah, throw. And if you're watching it, because he's driving to the lane and getting fouled, it's when they get in situations around the fourth quarter. Sometimes even in the third quarter, when when Ben Simmons some yeah. momentum or something. Ben Simmons gets about immediate foul, immediate foul. and it's like he's missing both, but breaking them, and you. To me, you keep doing that, you keep driving. Ben Simmons, you just gotta keep driving, keep driving, because eventually they can't keep fouling you. you you're gonna run out of fouls. Yeah, that's why I mean, plugging yeah. players that aren't doing anything. Solomon Hill, he's been he's been coming in. Look, yeah. but I just and then it doesn't help that. Um, Tobias Harris only had four points. Yeah, it, it doesn't help at all that Tobias Harris. He but, was, I think, I think he was two for eleven. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. Yeah, it was. I think it was two for eleven. But it was two for eleven. Joel Embiid and Seth Curry. Joel had like thirty-eight, and Seth Curry had like thirty-six. Were the only two people to make a field goal for the 76ers in the sec in the second half. Not. Yeah. not Points because they hit a couple free in the throws, third so. quarter. The 76ers had a 99.7% chance of winning the game. And I want to give big props to Seth Curry, though. He's he's been shooting obviously from the three point. He's shooting, I mean, like, what, he's, a Cur- he's a Curry. What do you expect? <laughs> yeah, I mean, shooting like at least 70%. I, I want to look up the actual like stats. I, mean, I, can, I can look up like you talking about for like this series or for like the. Series. For this series, it's it's been insane. I get so upset watching the game when when he gets the ball because I know he's gonna throw for three and he's making it. I think he's he's above like seventy. Let's see. For this series, he is averaging. I can keep talking while I'm looking it up. Yeah, but I was actually gonna ask. I mean, TJ, I can ask you. Like, 
how do you feel about that with, with Simmons going up and fouling him as soon as he gets the ball, just so he shoots free throws? It's like it seems like it's kind of like cheating, Loki, but it's part of the he is, game. He is shooting fifty-seven percent from three on seven attempts, seven point six per attempts a game. Okay, so then before one of the last games, he was he was shooting above seventy percent. It might have been before game five. No, it was so game one. Game one, he shot five of nine. Game two, he shot five of six. Game three, he only shot two of five. Game four, he shot three of six. And game seven, or not game seven. Game six. Game game five. Yeah, no, six is tonight. Game five, he shot seven of 12. Either way, 57% from three is insane. Yeah. yeah. That's ridiculous. He's been, but he's been kind of there. Besides Joel Embiid, he's been their next best player so far, offensively. Yeah, and that's and you you know as Joel Embiid, he he's got to be like tired of his second best player shooting four shots. Like you can, people can talk bad about Ben Simmons all they want, but he is their second best player, and he's only shooting four shots a game. And it's just like you got to at least give us a little bit more. But back to what you said. That back to the question you asked, Jimmy. I've always been a, um, you know, I hate, you know, they wanted to get rid, they got rid of the whole hacka, you know, hacka shack, hacka, you know, whatever. And I think that's stupid because if I'm, that's a part of the game. If I'm the other team and I know that guy can't shoot free throws, I'm going to go foul him. Oh, yeah. That's why at the end of the games, Giannis isn't a very great free throw shooter. No. So, so like the other day, um, what was it? Game, it was game four. Game yeah, game four no game five. Um, at the end, KD Giannis was driving to the basket, and instead of you know letting him get the shot off, KD fouled him. And what did he do? He made one of two free throws, because obviously you let Giannis get a layup or a dunk, he's gonna make it. So you know, I, I, and they they talk about unintended like it's you know you go foul somebody down the court like all that, but if you can't shoot free throws, I mean that's part of the game. Work on your yeah. free throws. A lot of people have been thinking a lot of trash about the way the Hawks have been playing with with that. But also, obviously, it's the whole Trey Young talk that everybody's been, you know, the whole season with him fouls. But also, that is part of the game. And that's one of the biggest parts. That's how the Hawks took the lead over the Sixers with just little time left. Uh, the Hawks were down by two. Trey Young has the ball, got a three point line. Screen gets set. Uh, Trey Young runs to the left. Matisse Thibault, and he does his little quick stop at the three point line. And Matisse fouled him, or he, uh, he he did a little pump fake. Matisse jumps and literally just—it's so amazing. How, like, it seems like a foul the way he did. It. He literally jumps to the side into him, double clutch, goes up, missed the shot, but three free throws. Okay, make- see, see, but to me, they they've explored taking that rule out because yeah. that's not a basketball play. I, I, but that's the the way. Yeah, okay, yes, it is a basketball play, and it's. You know, I guess you can say intentionally fouling somebody to make them shoot free throws isn't a basketball play, but how can you fault the defender for being in perfect position and then the offensive guy, you know, makes it to where it's a foul? Yeah. Yeah. So they've talked about, they've talked about taking that away, which they said is going to affect Trey Young. Well, it's not going to affect just Trey Young. It's going to affect people like James Harden. People, yeah. Even Joel, Joel Embiid does it. Joel Embiid does the little move where he'll, Joel Embiid, he'll face up and then he'll he'll do the 
he'll bring the ball under, and then you know when you bring the ball under your hand, they, they smack him. So they're gonna take. They're trying to take away the uh, what they call it the unnatural like movement of yeah. a shot. Like yeah. it's not natural to take a shot like this and then go like this and fall into somebody. It's it's kind of to me that's not really basketball, and that's why it sucks being kind of a Hawks fan because. Obviously, I'm happy when it happens, but also I'm kind of like, eh, you know what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's been a problem in the NBA for years. You know, I mean, every league, every yeah, every league has problems with you know rules that you gotta you gotta update your, some kind of rule every year. But I tell so, you, if you're the if you're one of these teams that's not doing that, that's your own fault. You know, you can complain all you want. Oh, that's not real basketball. If that's how you're gonna get points, if that's how you're gonna win games and potentially win championships. Dude, go ahead. I mean, take advantage of the rules that are, you know, in place now. You know, and Trey Young and James Harden and Joel Embiid, they're doing that because that's what the game has evolved to. And I, yeah. I promise you, if you take that rule out, they're not going to keep doing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, they're going to make an offensive foul. They'll foul out every game. Yeah. <laughs> um. I mean, so – who do y'all who do y'all have tonight? Y'all have the Hawks or semi? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull for the Hawks here. You know the Atlanta curse hasn't clearly hit them yet, so it's, might as well, I might as well keep rooting for them. I'm gonna pull for the Seven Sixers just because I want to see a game seven. Now I don't want to see a game seven in that game. The, the game I want to see a game seven in is is Utah and the Clippers, and the only reason I want to see that is it gives Chris Paul an adequate amount of time, like to kind of get out of this whole COVID health protocol. Okay, well, what I read was he has COVID. Yeah, he tested positive. Oh, yeah. he did. And I didn't read. I, okay, yeah. I remember they put him into yeah. the COVID protocol. But he's vaccinated, so they said he might not have to quarantine as or like you know be out as long as because somebody. it could be just the vaccine. No, 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 like he got the vaccine a while ago. But like, oh, oh, I got you. I but, thought he like just recently got it. Yeah, I want Chris Paul to be fully healthy because. Oh yeah. Or 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 if he's not fully healthy, at least miss just game one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but switching to the Clippers Jazz, I mean, Paul George. I'm done with the slander. Will, you've been saying it. Dude, I'm Paul George. I'm telling y'all, Paul George is like that. Yes, last year he in the playoffs he played he played pretty bad. That's why everybody calls him pandemic P um instead of playoff P, because that's who he is, playoff P. Um you know, I I love Paul George. He's he's sometimes he you know he can be a little inefficient in his shooting, but he's always going to play defense, and, and, and he's that, always he's always going to do the little things. That's what made Paul George pandemic P was he was trying to shoot too much, and if he just like I mean if you watch the last game how he put up thirty something points, he's making moves, putting his head down, and taking it to the rim, and he's yeah. one of the best in the league at doing that. It's just when he, you know, puts a step back three, that's not his game. He kept and, hitting the side of the backboard and stuff. Yeah, seriously. <clears throat> and uh, even the announcers, like, are still like, oh, man, Paul George is su- surprising everybody. I'm like, no, yeah. he's not. <clears throat> that's who yeah, Paul he, George is. He's a baller. Yeah, he's, a he's, been, he's been doing that since the Indiana days when exactly. he – when the, when he – his coming out party was when he dunked on LeBron. Or not dunked on LeBron, but drove past LeBron and dunked on um, – uh, Chris Anderson. Yeah. yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And then ever since then, I, you know, I've loved Paul George. I love, 
I'm one of those people that, you know, I watch like the draft combine and all that. So like I know who players are, but like when they get drafted. And so like I knew who Paul George was, but I didn't expect him to be, you know, who he is. Yeah. That team was Um, fun. But other than the 30, what, what do you have? 36 points? I thought it was 39. 39. He put up, he had 16 rebounds. You know, pretty impressive for, I mean, I guess he's, I mean, he's 6'9, so, but still. He's a he's a wing player. He's not really a big man. So sixteen rebounds yeah. is very impressive. Well, does that mean you're pulling for the Clippers then? And go ahead and, and end well, it. Tonight? I pick I pick the Jazz though. I, I still think the Jazz are overall the best well-rounded team. Right. But Clippers don't have uh, Kawhi, and they want yeah. they just won a game without Kawhi. But the Jazz need Mike Conley back. But but I said this in the last round. Once the Clippers have the momentum, they take it and run with it. I, the Clippers, they just they just like to get down. Like I feel like they it, they get a rush off of having to fight back or something. <laughs> they get a rush of being like, all right, you guys, it's it's do or die in this game. Yeah. All right, we got you. Like, and it's like I feel like that's what call me crazy. I feel like last year when they were up three one and then blew the three one lead, I feel like they were like, all right, we're just gonna let them come back, and then game seven will win, and then game seven, they you know they took off, but. I I still want the Jazz to win. I just think it would be cool to for the Jazz to win a title. Uh, yeah, Suns, Suns all day, baby. It's so weird, you know. The Utah Jazz, you know, recently haven't been the team. Yeah, you know, Lakers, Clippers, Bucks, you know. But uh, yeah, I, I still stick to my to my uh, my thoughts of you know if it's going to be Jazz um, Jazz Clippers. One of the two, but I think it's going to be the Clippers. Possibly, I want. At first, I thought it was going to be the Clippers. Depending on how severe Kawhi injury is, I don't know if they came with any more details to it. It is an ACL injury, but I don't it know. Was, okay, so it, it is. They just everything I've seen is just it's just like a sprained knee. I mean, you could see you could see the play. It, he kind of. Um, yeah. Hopefully, you know. Hopefully, he didn't tear his ACL or anything. Yeah. No. 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 I mean. I think it's kind of one of those, though. Do you play him the rest of this series? If, if he says, all right, I'm healthy, or do you just sit him out? Nah, he's not playing tonight, but they just won a game without him. So if they can win this game, you know, if they can close out the series without him, they're not – I don't know. I feel like they maybe could beat the Suns because the Suns are probably not going to have Chris Paul. So, you know, yeah. Paul George Paul George against Devin Booker, pretty good. I mean, it's a pretty good matchup. Um I I think the Suns win that without um you know without Kawhi but um also I do think that the Clippers would be a better matchup for let's say the Nets or the Bucks but I would like to see the Jazz against the Hawks you I feel like that would be I disagree with you is I like the matchup with the Jazz and the Bucks. It's, it's because because it's different than what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Because like, it's just I feel like defensively the Jazz. Okay, defensively the Bucks are a better team, but I like I like the matchups, dude. It's not it's not like this player. Gets a better team defensively, they're a better team than who? The Jazz or the Clippers? No, I so said the Bucks are a better defensive team than the Jazz. No. Can't go Rudy. Go. I mean, I, I'm just thinking. I'm pretty. No, I, I can see what you're saying, but the the Jazz are a very good defensive team. Believe me, I know they have Rudy Gobert, the player of the year. I know they're yeah. they're they're top tier. They're both two. Okay, 
all being said, they're two of the best defensive teams in the league. Yeah. But offensively, the Bucks run through Giannis and then Chris Middleton. Drew Hall is also very good. Don't get me wrong. But Donovan Mitchell, dude, and the, just the difference between Mitchell, the Ingles, the Jordan Clarkson, the, all these dudes, Bogdanovich, I, I like the Jazz's matchup against the Bucks. The Bucks seem like they would be the easy pick. I don't know why, but seem like they'd be the easy pick. Yeah. Now, the Nets depends on, on health. The Nets yeah. have the best, the best team in the league. It's not even a question. It's just they're not healthy at all. I yeah. think the Jazz can seriously do it if if the Sixers or Hawks don't make it. So, but but the Sixers and the Hawks are right there, dude. No, just, this I, I like this playoffs because it's not predictable at all. I think we lost Jimmy again. Yeah, I think we lost Jimmy too. But but I, I do agree with what you're saying. It's not predictable. Yeah, it, coming it, into the playoffs, it was all right. Nets, this Nets, Lakers, like it was gonna be easy, and then yeah. Sun's all the way though. That's what I'm going for. Um, yeah, I it's it's gonna be interesting. Um, you know, Jimmy froze again, so I think you know we can wrap it up. Uh I don't know if he's back or not, but yeah, yeah, he's sitting back now. Uh yeah. That was I mean, you know and oh, he's back. Hey, there we go. Hey, Jimmy wrapping just, it up, buddy. You're just wrapping Dude. it up, buddy. It's it's right, okay. There's so many people on my internet right now. Yeah, you're good. So, uh I think who do, who do we got winning tonight's games? Uh, I think we know Jimmy's going to have the Hawks win, but between I, – I got I got I, the 76ers, and I have the Jazz. I have the Hawks and the Jazz just because I want to see a game. Being in Atlanta, going Hawks and Jazz. I got Hawks and Jazz. And then tomorrow night for Milwaukee. I got Bucks. <laughs> I just feel like KD's going to drop like 50, but I still think the Bucks are going to win. Call me crazy, but I think they will. Because I think Giannis – Giannis didn't take a three. I think Giannis is going to drop close to 40, but Chris Middleton's going to add about 30. And then Drew Holiday is going to have about 23. But Drew Holiday is going to hit – Drew Holiday is going to hit a game – like not a game-winning shot, but he's going to hit a clutch shot. I'm calling it. And if he does, I'm posting this. So everybody can see. Well, and if he we're, we're already posting I'm, where you called out Ben Simmons. Oh, I'm posting that for sure. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and predict. Honestly, I, it sounds crazy. I think it's a, I think it's a matchup between Steve Nash and I think whoever has the better, the Steve. better game plan going in can do it. Steve Nash's game plan is gonna be Kevin Durant's playing 48 minutes, and you know whatever whatever Coach Bud's doing. I, but, but but see, last game, that's what Coach Bud did. Coach Bud played Middleton, Giannis, and Drew Holiday. They all played like 45 minutes. Yeah. So he was like, all right, you want to play your players 45 or 48 minutes? I'm going to play mine close to that. So I think he realizes <laughs> that he can't play this whole, oh, Giannis and Chris Middleton are only going to play 32 minutes a night. Like, no, this is the playoffs. You're, you play. You're going to play pretty much the whole game. All right, I'm going to so, Hot take too. So Will made his hot take. I'm gonna make mine. TJ, you're next. I think Kevin Durant's gonna have 36 points, but James Harden is gonna have 42 points, and oh, and the Nets are dude, gonna win. Dear I'm God, wild man! He's coming out here with a wild, it's gonna be a wild he is not, take. He's not healthy enough for that. That's what that's what you think. No, I know. That's no, what I know. That's what you think. He played in what forty-two minutes in game in game yes, five. Yes, and half of it he was walking. I understand that, but he was able to 
42 minutes. And so he's getting healthier by the day. Just wait, just wait. He's messing with everybody right now. He's messing uh-huh. with everybody. Uh-huh. Call me crazy. I know I sound crazy. I, I'm admitting I sound crazy. Should not happen. He should not get more than 20 points, but he's going to put up 40 plus. And, and Kevin Durant's going to put up 35 plus. Well, TJ, you're next. God. KD's going to drop two points. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to take a different hot take on a different game. Um, Ben Simmons. He's going to drop 30 points tonight. Hawks are All right, so, so that wraps up the show, guys. <laughs> yeah, we're wild. We're wild. Well, uh, yeah, TJ, that's probably like – like uh, not even a hot take. That's just like a, a volcano. I don't. I don't know what that is. That's just terrible. <laughs> well, he only took four shots the other game. If Ben, Sim- if ben Simmons game. scores thirty points, the 76ers will win by thirty points. Yeah, maybe twenty five. Yeah, but we'll wait. We'll wait and see. Um, we're not going to be able to talk to y'all again until next week. Might have a little midweek episode just to you know if, if this series wrap up, we might do you know a little. Mid, uh, mid little, little midweek episode, yeah. Um, uh, we hope you we hope you like our interviews that we've been doing. We plan on you know check out the Brad Johnson one and the Josh Downs one that we've dropped. Yes, like and subscribe. Comment who we should interview next. All the cool. social all the social media links will be dropped down below. So go check those out. Go follow us. And be 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 a fan of the show and tell somebody about us. For sure, for sure. But um, until then, we'll see you guys next week.